Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, your weekly podcast reviewing games from the Game Pass Collection, bringing you three unique perspectives from varying skill range. I am the one who puts the gun in gunfire. Andrew, with me, the one who puts the fire in misfire, Keith. That's me. Hello. And the one who'd rather just be petting all the animals, Liz. Hey, guys. And this week, both Keith and Liz really wanted to play a roguelike, because it's been a while. So we decided to check out Gunfire Reborn by Duo Ye Network, or Duo Ye Games. They go by either one of the names. But Gunfire Reborn is off the first-person shooter roguelike, where you take control of one of six characters with their own unique abilities as you are trying to get your way through various levels to get to the final boss, as you do with any roguelike. But going around, Keith, was this a gamer pass for you as our resident uh, roguelike expert? Well, yeah, I mean, I think it goes without saying that I always want to play a roguelike. Um, I also just want to apologize for my weird intro. I don't I don't know what that was. It just kind of came out of me, and then, and then I immediately regretted it. So I'm just going to start the episode <laughs> with that. Um, <laughs> moving past that, though... Uh, I, I, this is definitely a game for me. This is actually a, a really, really good roguelike. Uh, we played a lot of multiplayer, and I think it actually only improved the game. But the it was not an instance where I needed to be playing multiplayer and able to want to play the game. So I, I think it was a great roguelike, definitely for me. Liz, as someone who really wanted to play roguelike this week, how did this do it for you? I'm in the middle this is definitely not one of the best roguelikes we've played. I think it's because it's been so long that I, I feel like I'm, I give it more credit than it's worth. I didn't hate my time with it, but I also wasn't excited to play. It, it was definitely missing something. And um, I was so excited to play a roguelike, so I'm, I'm a little disappointed. I feel like I need another another one, a good one. Not that, not that this isn't good, it's just like... It's and it's in the middle, but I'm feeling optimistic, generous. I don't know the word tonight, so I'll give it a game because then it's like teetering on the edge. So it's not good. It's just not not bad. Yeah, yeah, it's good enough to like scratch the itch of a roguelike, but it's definitely not one that I would go to. It's not not my first, second, or third pick. So for me, I'm with Keith. This is a definite game. I actually had a ton of fun with this game. Uh, Gunfire Reborn just does so many things right that I just was having so much fun. Uh, to me, I had a lot of, like if Borderlands made a roguelike, it's kind of how this kind of felt a little bit. Borderlands are maybe even a little bit of Overwatch. And if you kind of got some of those elements and kind of played it like that's kind of like some of the vibes I got from it. The guns are very unique and interesting playing each different character with their own different kind of skills and like perks and what they like kind of excel with. It was really fun. It kept the game fresh and interesting. Biggest miss though, for me though, is story and music, but I'll get into that. This is a hundred percent worth your time. I'm with Keith. You can play the solo or you can play it multiplayer. And I think it works either way. I had a lot of fun playing by myself and I had a ton of fun playing with people, but let's get into it. Yeah, that story that you were just talking about that doesn't exist. <laughs> I love it. I no, okay. So the story of Gunfire Reborn, there is kind of a story, but I even I was trying to Google it to be like, what's is there more of this story? And even people were kind of like, eh, I don't think the story's complete yet because I think technically the game. No, I think it's done now because one article I saw they said the game was still being worked on, but that was like in two thousand two. No, two thousand twenty. Um, <laughs> I hope it was in two thousand two. Jeez. <laughs> But this game's been out for a while on Steam, and so it just hit Xbox and it just hit Game Pass. But overall, this story, you are starting out as the first character, who is known as the Crown Prince, and you are essentially trying to fight this evil spirit, but of course end up losing. And you end up going back to the tavern where the local tavern guy, of course, gives you a magic artifact that lets you respawn if you die. You know, some sort of typical meets to an end for a roguelike. But yeah, you're trying to fight this evil spirit, but... The final boss is a bear, which I don't know where he came in. I don't know. And then the ending, it, I mean, you you just beat him. Yeah, just beat him. And then it's like, all right, you get to play more. It's like, all right, so what's the story? And it's also a very short game because, I mean, I beat it with Andrew. I didn't beat it playing by myself. But I was really surprised that 
we beat the game so quickly. I mean, no, it's not short. You're still complaining. You're, like, I think it's funny, Liz, when you were playing this game, a lot of things you're complaining about are very typical of a roguelike. The runs, yes, are short. But to beat the game, no, it is not short. Oh, so that wasn't the ending. Well, that was the ending for normal difficulty. Then you got elite difficulty. Then you got nightmare difficulty. Then you got reincarnation is there difficulty. Is more of an ending for any of these? Because you literally just beat the guy and that's it. No, but that's also every roguelike, though. So it is the ending, though. But that's also like literally every roguelike. I mean, I, the only ones I can think of is Hades, because Hades is the only roguelike we played that legitimately had a story. Yeah. But there's really no other roguelikes that we've played, which we've played like all of them, that really kind of has an ending. I'm not... Y- I'm not like harping on it. I'm just saying <laughs> it sounds like it. There really uh, isn't a story. That's all uh, I said. Going under, going under had a full fledged story. You thanks, Keith. Yeah, <sighs> I guess. But you could also kind of argue that that really well, isn't like a roguelike. That's more of a dungeon crawler. That is true. That is that is valid. At the end of the day, I don't care about a story and <laughs> like, and it doesn't need one. It, I guess what I'm saying though is like it's so short. So you're seeing like the same enemies and like more. You know what I mean? Like if you're doing a roguelike where it's a much longer game, you're going to more areas, like you're seeing more enemies. But if you have a super short roguelike, it's like yeah, I'm seeing them a lot. I I do agree. In the in the aspect of there could be more variety in, in the enemies. There really could be. There is not a huge variety set of the enemies. You fight basically the same six bosses, eight bosses, I think. It, it falls seven. a very... Seven. Okay. It falls, but a very like set pattern in, in your enemy style. But the overall gameplay is so varied and different on each run that that is what I like the most. There's yeah. three different sets of things that are just always varying and they all interact and play and change with each other so differently that it's just tons of fun for actually the occult scrolls. So like, I, I don't know. There's so much variety in the gameplay that I can look past the enemies as an issue. I think my big problem with this game is I can't figure out what it's missing for me. I, Andrew, I, I know I'm either. not saying for everyone. <laughs> I'm saying for me. You're like you're ready to go. And well, because like, well, yeah, I didn't want to argue when we were playing, but I felt like when we were playing, everything you're complaining about, I'm like, this is every rogue. Like, I know, but like for me, like yeah, that's I was trying. That's I was talking. I was trying to figure out what it was that that I felt like was missing. So like some roguelikes have like a lot of platforming. I do think that the jump in this is awful, but that's the way that the game is meant to be. Whatever, and it's not not the story because like you said, but I just could not figure out what was making me feel bored playing it because there was a lot of weapon variety. There were times where I got the weapon that I really, really like. And honestly, playing with you, you always had the scrolls that I needed that I didn't know that I need and I would do really well. But even when I was doing really well, I had the weapon that I want. I still felt bored and I don't know what it was. I don't either. Because even too, when you started to play different characters, you were like, meh, meh. Yeah, I got the 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 second character. Yep. And he A-O-Bow. had a different yeah, left bumper. Yep. And that that was pretty much the difference. He still had grenades and stuff. Yeah. I didn't like wasn't a huge difference. So, to explain a little bit of the gameplay, as we kind of said, you know, this is a typical roguelike. You start off at a starting area. Uh when you first start the game, obviously you have very little skills, very little talents. You're just kind of going in, you have very little guns, but you always go through the same areas. You know, you first start at the tomb. The second level is always the desert level. Third level is always the, like, dock level. And the fourth level is always the mountains. So you're always kind of going through these same stages. They kind of slightly vary in the designs, but you're still fighting the same enemies. As you're doing as you're doing these runs, you're completing challenges, which every time you complete a challenge, you instantly unlock either a gun or a scroll. The scrolls give you talents for your runs. Well, the, And, of course, the guns are just, they vary from ways they shoot but at the every time you're doing a run you're getting copper which you only use during your run and then you're getting spirit coins which you use to upgrade your character every run there's six current characters each one with their own special talents you have an ultimate essentially an ultimate ability and then however your grenade is so 
Crown Prince, he can freeze people, and his grenade is a smoke grenade. The second character Liz was talking about, Ao Bao, he can dual wield guns and has explosive grenades. So each character kind of plays differently every time you're doing these runs. And you're essentially leveling up every one of these characters overall every time you play a run. So the thing that just hooked me so much in this game, I thought the talent system is so good. Every time I did a run, I really felt progress. And that's something I generally don't feel like in a lot of roguelikes. A lot of roguelikes, I'm like, I feel like I have to grind 100 hours just to kind of make some headway. In this game, my very first run, I did decent. I think I got to, I got, I got to the second boss on my very first run. So this game really does kind of reward you if you're just skillful. Yeah, I, I mean, I I won't argue that because I know that you got farther than I did. Like just playing solo than I did personally, I I definitely was able to get through a couple of runs on normal. Well, actually, I've gotten through quite a few runs, I guess, at this point on normal. But I, I yeah, I genuinely like the talent system. I do feel like I'm at a point where I'm a bit stagnant, where it's like I'll do a run, and unless I get to the actual end, if I don't make it too far, which I don't know. Usually I can make it through the first couple areas pretty safely. I, I don't know. I'm like upgrading maybe one or two things. So I just don't think I'm going as quickly, but I'm not minding at the same time because I'm still playing all the different characters. I still actually never unlocked the sixth one because I'm too impatient to save up the 600 coins and I just keep <laughs> spending them. He's uh, pretty cool too. Yeah. He looked like a ton of fun when you were playing him. And I just, yeah, I, 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 I like so many things about this game. I will admit to you, Liz, and I don't know what it is either. There is something that I think could be more, and I don't know if it's more characters. And I do think personally guns. I think I found the gun selection to get a little bit stale the more I played it. But uh-huh. at the very least, I liked all of them. And none of them, I don't know, bored me at least. But I could use more of them. Yeah, there were some that I always gravitated towards. And there were some that I was just like, I looked at and I was like, no, I'm not going <laughs> to play with that one. <laughs> but yeah, I did try to switch the weapons around a lot. I I also, I did like the skill tree, like especially when I finally unlocked that you could, you know, have the weapon at the very beginning. So there's um, the occult scrolls and stuff. It was a lot of fun. The vaults were all right. I hated the ones that you had to navigate with the boulders because I did so so bad. <laughs> Although I will say I got lost and I found a chest that, and Andrew didn't believe me. I said, Andrew, there's a chest over here. And he's like, I'm at the chest. And I said, there's another one then because I'm at a chest. He did not believe me. He went all the way back just so he could say that I was wrong and he found it. I just want to point that out. Thank you, Liz. You found a secret chest for me. Yeah, and now you always look for them when you're in there. So you're welcome. I'm giving you a chest every single time you go to one of those vaults. Thank you. (laughs) I I didn't know about it either. Andrew told me because you had told him. So I I mean, I learned something. Thank you, Liz. You you you. taught both Andrew and I something in this game. Your awful navigation came in handy. (laughs) Your awful navigation reports. I, I think another one of the things that I like so much is that it's. I found myself not using the same weapon so much. While yeah. I did find the selection to be a little bit small, depending on the character I played, I actually would try to play weapons that accommodated that. Oftentimes in games, I just go, eh, I don't know. I still like assault rifles. I'm going to always do assault rifles. But I was using a lot of SMGs. I was using a lot of shotguns, going close up right on the enemies. And this game gets a bit bullet hell at points. So I just, I, I liked that it, not forced me, but really encouraged me to play outside of my style. Yeah, I'm 100% with you. The guns to me... See, I don't think the gun selection is small. I, well, I think it's... I like the size of it. I think there's 48, 46 or 48 guns okay. you can get. Yeah, so it's not small. I, I won't say that. Yeah, and so essentially, you know, you got every category. Pistol, SMG, shotgun, snipers, uh, launchers, like your typical categories. But every gun is very uniquely designed. There wasn't too many guns where... I felt like we're essentially just copied and pasted. Like, yes, there's a lot of SMGs and SMGs are kind of the same thing where they're short range rapid fire kind of guns, but they all felt different in like how they handled. And I loved it. And I'm hundred percent with you, Keith of like, yeah, sometimes I'll just be like, Oh, I found the gun. Like for me, my favorite gun was like the illusion. I think that gun is awesome. It's like a shotgun assault rifle and it's a ton of fun. And I, I always felt that way. Where I'm like, Oh, I'm just probably going to use this gun every time I find it. But it, 
playing like the white tiger character. I can't remember his name. He specializes in snipers. I'm not a sniper person, but oh my word, did I love playing snipers with him. Like it was just so much fun. Every gun was so unique because even with snipers, it's like, oh, so what? I'm just going to sit in the back, zoom through a scope and shoot at people. Like that's not very fun, but it's like, oh, or you can use a bow and arrow. That's considered a sniper. And it's like, all right, well, this is like, you can be kind of more close range, mid range with it. And it's just, I think this game has such a fun variety with its weapon play. Yeah, one of the games that we played, you were you were sniping, and you were like, I'm killing everyone with one shot. I you was. so was, excited. It felt and so good. I also think that I, so I, there, I forget what the shotgun was that I loved, but I liked it one in pretty much every, what? The hell shotgun. Yeah, one every single category, except for I didn't really do the spears. I didn't do like the the melee. There's only like one spear. Oh, there's a couple melee weapons, like the but Grimmarine. the spear wasn't yeah, melee. Yeah, I I didn't really do melee, but like the hippo, the Argus, the uh, lightning blast. I, I there's a ton that I liked. Yeah. But I also think that when I played with Andrew, he really got me looking at what would work for the weapon, the scrolls, and like he was actually really helping me figure out like how to actually like stack it up. But again, even when I had it stacked, I, 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 is it me? Like, I just don't know if it was me this week or. I think it was you. I think if you played this game probably a different week, you would have been more excited for it. I will say, though, like looking up people's review of the game online, a lot of people were with me where they were like, I was kind of bored and I, I don't know why. No. So I don't know. I just feel like I was. Um, the, I don't know. Well, and I, I know you like reading, Liz. But there's a lot of reading in Gunfire Reborn. And honestly, I think it's a translation thing. I don't know if... I don't want to say which country because I have no... They're a Chinese studio. Chinese? Okay. I I knew it was a language originally that I don't know. So I think it's a translation thing where the, the Chinese language is probably more succinct than ours is and it ends up becoming very wordy. Because there were some of the scrolls or skills that I'm like, wait, okay stop pause read this reread this to make sure i understood and um it's not a huge complaint but it it was a thing that i noticed that i i wish was a little bit easier to read i guess yeah i feel like andrew could because he'd been playing a lot longer than i had he kind of like was able to scan it and like move along very quickly so he was always ahead of me because like when especially when you get the option to do the three scrolls some of them are actually like negative for like what you're trying to do so it is important to pick like the right ones. Oh yes but and you can work on them we'll get into that i also wanted to point out that i never used like the navigation in the, the mini- left corner oh the mini the radar yeah i always forgot that that was there i know and i always I told know, you like, i'm like liz look at your radar like, wait, pop up that there's no more enemies and he's like look at your radar <laughs> and it also wasn't there like is it this game that something popped up and it was in a different language? Like mine was yes. French. So yeah, I was going to mention that with Keith was talking about the bad translation. So this is a Chinese studio. It's been on steam for a while. And people said like, even on steam, like the English isn't great, but it, it there, this game is currently buggy on the Xbox. And yes, those translations on the Xbox a is a bug. So when you're currently opening chests, a lot of the texts are in Chinese. So I was still able to figure out what the texts were saying after playing a couple times because you can at least like the numbers are obviously there. So you can kind of figure out some of the things what it's telling you to do, like give up 75% of your health for a large amount of gold or 50% of your health for a medium sized amount of gold. So like a lot of them, I can kind of figure out what was going on. But yeah, there's like some text that would enter would be in French. Yeah, but, that was when I first met, I think, the craftsman. It popped yeah. up and it, I was like, oh, is this like... Yeah, other people complain about that. So that is a bug and oh, they're aware of it. that. I, I think the only bug that I ran into, and it stinks because it's it was game-breaking, but at the very least, it only happened in the first area, was that yeah. one boss, that stupid golem. Yeah, a lot of people complain about that. I don't really like the golem boss to begin with, but at the same time, it was the only one that I ran into an actual serious glitch, and Andrew too, where it would basically just freeze your game i guess yeah you can't move your right you can't use the right stick at all you can't change your weapon you can only fire essentially your only clip that you have but it doesn't even do any damage so then you can't do damage to the boss so you essentially just lose and yeah like you said at least it's the first boss so you maybe lose five ten minutes not that big of a deal but it does stink and it doesn't happen all the time i think it happened like once maybe every 
five, six times you fight the golem? Give or give or take. Honestly, I think I've had it happen maybe less than five times. But in, I, in honesty, I at least on the Microsoft Store, like on the Xbox, people are like giving this game like a one star review because of it. And <laughs> See, that's ridiculous. Yeah, to me, it's like. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. It's a very unfortunate bug. Like it is game breaking, but they're aware of it. They're fixing it. Um, Cause I think this game's considered in preview on the Xbox, but I don't think it is on steam on steam too. There's also DLC, which I was really hoping it was out. Cause I actually would have bought the DLC for this game. I was having so much fun with it. Yeah. I'd, I'd consider that. Uh, there's a DLC for two new characters and eight new weapons. How much is oh, it? Oh, absolutely. Uh, five bucks. I think. Yeah. I think it was Absolutely. on Steam. This game, I think, is twelve bucks full price. I think on Xbox. I say you could or probably bucks. you could easily get that with with Microsoft points that you just earn playing Game Pass. <laughs> yeah, but um, is Gollum the one that like the revive one? The revive one. That like a, if he hit you with like one shot. And yeah, you, yeah, revived. yeah. He had a giant laser beam on his yeah. chest. That would, yeah, he was an annoying. It, it, he's the most annoying boss. Andrew hated me, like, when we played. No, you were better than Keith. (laughs) No, no, because I sucked at reviving you. Oh, yeah. I really struggled with that. Because, like, the thing that stinks with this game is if... And this is why, like, I don't understand the multiplayer with this game. So, if you die, you get punished by having a shorter cycle in order to revive. If you die multiple times. Yes. If you are doing that bad... You need the help. Why punish you further? And then if you eventually like are not revived, then the your you know the person you're playing with has to find like a peddler, and you have to like wait like fifty thousand years to get revived. But for me, it's just like that is really dumb. If, if why if someone is bad at video games, why would you just make us like you can't play for a while anymore? Because you would literally win every time. Like if you were playing multiplayer, because that's a that's supposed to be the big like like advantage of playing multiplayer over single player if you're playing single player you have one revive you can pay to self-revive which you can also do in multiplayer but in multiplayer if you could just infinite revive your friends you would win every run that game would be so easy and so boring because one of your friends would go down and it's just you just be like hey crawl back to me no because when we you. died it's when we both died because there, there was a time that that you died too and i was by myself it's but because our timers were so short and that's that's when we end up losing a run. But if you like, I think if you go down, you normally like the first time you go down, it's something like thirty seconds. You have a while. It is not thirty yeah. seconds. It's a de- it's, it's a decent amount the first time. And it, and the thing is, maybe ten. Is, no, no, it's definitely maybe. It's definitely 10. not thirty. It, it's we'll split the difference twenty. But if I you will do say, Mississippi's, <laughs> sorry, Keith, go ahead. I'm just thinking one Mississippi thirty times. No, that is not accurate. <laughs> Thank you for explaining counting in time. <laughs> well you're like 30 seconds i'm like do you know how to count to 30 because if that's a long time maybe like if you count 10 mississippis but you spell mississippi um i think that's i think that's the scientific uh, um, methodology on how to figure that out so but at the same time as though is that was also part of the skill skill tree which i like and yeah it gives you the ability that it's like, all right, Keith, Liz, you guys are getting knocked down a lot. Maybe you guys put some points into increasing your downtime. I did. Maybe you increase <laughs> your points, and and I'm not, and I'm not. This isn't criticism because I, I was like Andrew said, I was just as bad or probably worse. I don't know how many times you were getting knocked down, but I was getting knocked down a lot. So. I, I, I'm not pointing fingers. I just know that that's part of it. And it's one of the aspects that I think is really cool about this. And especially if you consistently have a group of people to play with, I don't, I don't know if you guys ever got up to playing with four people. I, I would did. actually love to see what it's like though. I feel like it'd be havoc. I'm assuming it scales, right? It does. It actually, okay. that's a, this is what I mean. So gunfire reborn does a lot of things, right? And this is one of them with the multiplayer. Yes, it scales and it scales very well. So I played with four people. I'm on difficulty reincarnation level two. The game goes up to re- uh, reincarnation level eight. So I'm up, I'm up to two. Um, and I played with four people, completely random people. We weren't talking. Um, yeah, if you guys think you went down. When I was playing reincarnation level two, one person went down. We won that run. One person went down 66 times in that run. So... Were they playing? Obviously. Were they like? Yes, AFK? they were. They just were uh, apparently jumping into every bullet they possibly could. Well, but this the tough is, part. 
the tough part is though is there's a certain point if you go down like down down then you start to fall behind pretty quickly and i imagine in those higher levels if you start to fall behind it gets rough well that's the thing this is what's great about the talents like keith was saying you could put points so you revive stay longer like this kid clearly had points in it because i think he only got completely knocked out i think twice i think you'll need to be bought back twice because then you also have talents where you can actually reduce that penalty of how quick your timer goes so like there was ways to you get there's ways where you can actually counter that and so you can be with teammates and play these harder difficulties where you guys are reviving each other but yeah it was like you guys didn't i think the most you guys went down was like 10 i think before we ended up like losing a run. That guy went down 66 times. See, I was just like uh, frustrated because that especially happened at like the, when I, I think the, when I was at the beginning of like playing the game, right? Yeah. So like I didn't have as much experience. I didn't, I couldn't even put the points into the skill tree yet. Yeah. That's when I was just like, this sucks. But like, I do think it got better because I was knocked down less. But because yeah. you noticed that too. Like once you kind of, once we won our first run, like you got a bunch of tokens and you kind of noticed it too when like, you put points in yourself. You were like, oh, my character feels so much better. Like, I'm not going down as much. Yeah. Like, and that's what I love. The talent system, I think, is so good in this. But, yeah, playing with four players multiplayer is really hectic. But I love these occult scrolls that you get that give you a buff throughout the run. I think they're they're a ton of, ton of fun. As fun as the guns are, the scrolls are a ton of fun. Like, a lot of times... Like playing a character like the first character you have, the Crown Prince. He's kind of a character that excels with elemental damage. So right off the bat, I'm like, oh, I'm probably gonna do SMGs with elemental damage. But depending on the scrolls I'm getting, or like what talents I can put in my character while the, with the run, I may completely change my path of what I'm doing. And I never hated it. I I would never was felt frustrated. And that's one thing I love about this. And because what irritates me with other roguelikes, I feel like you're a victim to just a random number generator. Like, I always feel like it's like, oh, I get explosive weapons, but I need the scroll where I don't hurt myself with the explosive weapons. To me, the game didn't ever feel like this. It always kind of felt like it was directing me in a path, but I could build myself in a nice way. And if I got a scroll that I couldn't use, if I was teammates, like, oh, this scroll is really good for a melee person. Liz is doing melee. Do you want this? Here, take the scroll, Liz. I can just give it to her. I love that we could trade. Yeah, there was no punishment for it. Yeah, there were times I was just like, I absolutely don't want this. Or I read it wrong and I was like, Andrew, do you want this? And he's like, that is great for you. What are you talking about? Yeah. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I loved the scroll builds because like, Liz, you were saying, some of them are negative. They are, but also aren't. Like, it depends if you have another scroll that goes well with it. So like, there's one scroll where it doubles your shield but your maximum health is permanently set to one. Normally you're like, oh man, that kind of sucks. But then there's some other scrolls where it's like, oh, if you're at full health, you do extra damage. Well, you're always at one health, so you're always at full health. So that scroll always is giving you extra damage. Like there's these really cool gameplay mechanics that work with the scrolls. And it's a ton of fun when you get a nice combo. Like this game reminds me a little bit of like of Dynasty Warriors. Like one thing I love about playing Dynasty Warriors is like you're an overpowered warrior just murdering everything and this is how this game gets quickly by the end you are just doing millions of damage and it is so much fun just blasting everything and it's i love it did we did we talk about dynasty warriors when we were playing it because i i'm almost positive i had this thought about dynasty warriors when i was i don't think so and i and it was one of the things that i truly loved about the gameplay because and it's because of the numbers. And, and and it's such a stupid video game element that, I don't know, some games I don't like it, some I turn it off. But where it's popping up and showing you all the numbers as you're doing the damage, you're like, boy, this feels like I'm doing so much damage. And then when you look and you see you're doing, you know, 15 million damage, um, it's just absurd. Like, there was, it was that run where you were playing as the, the little gopher. Is he a turtle or a gopher? What is he? He's what a turtle. Gopher? Oh. Yeah, yeah he looks like he looks like he's a tortoise to be exact. Uh, okay, well, either way, yeah, and I was just feeding you scrolls because everything I got just about was some sort of little tanky thing, and you were just blasting damage. I, we got all the way through it, and I think I was even with you through what the first two areas. Yeah, and then it just it just took off. I think I did maybe like three million more damage, and you did thirty million more. Yeah, like and that's this is another thing. Gunfire Reborn does really well. Stats. It does a great job with stats. While you're doing your run, 
you can actually pull up a menu, see what all your teammates have for scrolls, what weapons they're using, but it also tells you like what the teams, like what person's overall damage is. So it's really kind of fun, kind of competitive element of like, oh yeah, I have a million damage over you. And like, you can kind of trash talk each other a little bit. But even then when you're done, the main menu has a player log, you know, total times played, how many times you've won. Literally it goes through every character how many times I have you won with this character? Oh, it's really cool. It shows you percentage of what gun you used. Hey, you used the um, the like uh, angelic aura five percent of the time. Your total kills were there three thousand kills. Like it does a ton of stats, and it's awesome. I love it. Oh, I have to look through all of that now. Yeah, but the thing that I like really stood out to me too, though, is that even in that run, part of it, I was playing a sniper and I was kind of stacked like you were in the run you were talking about with Liz. I just wasn't running the, the show is I was doing plenty of damage. I just wasn't doing it fast enough. But what I was doing is I was picking off like all the snipers for you. Yep. You were just going in and taking the meat of everything that was there. And then I'd pick off the snipers so they wouldn't melt you because boy, oh boy, the snipers in this game are maybe my least favorite character or enemy. But at the same time, they don't feel unfair. They're no, just, they don't. They're just hard. Yeah, because you have a dash annoying. to avoid them. Mm-hmm. So I, it's one of the things that I also, I think, really appreciated about the gameplay is that even the enemies that were hard weren't just stupid hard. They weren't insta-hit kills. You could largely avoid them, but also they were kind of hard to avoid at times. And, yeah. and I don't know. It was fun. Surprisingly, Liz, you were really good at dashing. Like I, there was a couple of games we played where the snipers were like always on you and you were just like zipping past every one of their shots. It was actually really impressive. Well, when I first started playing, I would just hide behind the rocks and I was like, <laughs> Which yeah, is also I don't even use dash. And then I started using it. And yeah. I was like, oh, I probably shouldn't have been using it from the beginning. <laughs> I remember yeah, when you said that, like you played, you know, your first time you played solo. I remember like, there's a dash, but what's the point of it? I just hide behind rocks. And then when we started playing, like, oh, that dash is really good. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. But no, I... I agree, Keith. Like, as I know, you guys were complaining about the enemy variety. I I agree, but I also don't like. It's not like all the enemies are reskins. You know, every level has their type of a sniper. You know, their type of a melee guy. But I liked it because every enemy was very unique looking, and it's this game is another one of those perfect games of. I see that enemy; he needs to be my main priority. You know, you see those snipers; you need to take them out. Oh, there's the spaceship on the last level. They give a lot of support for the uh, uh, enemies. I got to take him out first. Uh, what did you guys think of the boss fights? I know we talked about the golem being the worst, but did you like the boss fights? Oh, that serpent was pretty bad. He was a little yeah. rough. Uh, well, oh, the, the final multi- boss serpent? The, no, uh, well, the third act. I had multiple heads. Yeah. The one where you normally fight the ship, the other variant oh, boss okay. is a serpent. Yeah, I remember that. I, I We only fought that one once. Yeah. And that was the one where you just tanked the heck oh, out of it. Wait, no, was that the run I literally killed it? No, I was playing with our friend Brian. I killed it literally in three hits, or three or four hits. I was Jeez. so powerful. I, I was doing another sniper build. I killed it in three or four hits. It was awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I actually, despite how much I hate the golem, the uh, playing it with the, the heart, or the sword girl, the bunny. Yeah. Is she a bunny? Uh, Teo. Yeah, she can melt that boss. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. They they got repetitive in the sense of I would fight them a lot, but I I don't know. I thought they were all varied, and I thought they were good. See, I liked them. I thought they all had interesting mechanics. Like yeah. I, a lot of times I would stop me like before we start. Let me explain what's going to happen with this boss. Because it wasn't just hey, here's a big beefy guy who's a bullet sponge. Just just blast him and win. No, you really had to pay attention. Like the golem, you got to stand behind pillars or he's going to blast you with that laser. You know, the ship battle, you know, he becomes invincible. You have to kill these ads, pick up a cannonball to do to weaken him. Like everyone had these kind of unique gameplay elements. And I thought the boss fights were after playing it a bunch, it gets a bit of annoying and repetitive. Like they don't change with the difficulty. I wish that would happen. I wish they would have different moves depending on what difficulty you're playing. But overall, though, I, I liked them. And sometimes I kept getting the same one over and over again, which kind yeah, of we got stings. the golem a lot. It didn't which seem <laughs> like it was, you know, random. So that was a little frustrating. But I also think that when it came to the bosses, you could kind of see 
how you were doing with your with your stack with like the way that you were set up because there were times when i went in and i felt like i was doing like no damage and i was like i, I need to change this yeah <laughs> and then there were times where like andrew and i would go in and it would be it would be so easy sometimes i felt like it really did depend on the boss though because if you had an up close enough character like playing as the bird who was also actually i think probably one of my favorite characters the the bird was pretty much all up close so fighting the golem was uh, i don't know i just assumed i was going to die at least once with with him if i was playing solo i will say one thing that did kind of annoy me a little bit with the bosses i feel like you could be having an amazing run i didn't feel like there's as many defensive scrolls as there are offensive scrolls so there's sometimes where i'm literally melting everything but some of the bosses will have these moments where they're invincible and then they just one hit you and it's just like well that kind of sucked and there goes my run like that would happen sometimes i feel like i noticed i started to unlock more defensive scrolls when i played on harder difficulties because you only unlock scrolls by doing challenges and some of the challenges are like oh kill this type of enemy on elite difficulty or higher so you're not getting those scrolls until you're playing the harder difficulty but that was like my only frustration like i feel like i'm like hey this runs great and it's just one hit you lose it's like oh that's lame same with like you get better guns not better guns but you get different guns later on as well because i thought it was really cool that i like that you could actually let me use it right yep so i think that's actually really cool because if you're playing with someone who you know like me isn't very good at video games i still get to try them out (laughs) yeah and same with the scrolls and stuff which like that's what i mean like i think i think gunfire reborn did such a great job with multiplayer this isn't this is a game you definitely don't need to play multiplayer i think even in the harder difficulties like you could still do solo and that's the other thing too. Like usually when you play a roguelike or any sort of game like this and you need multiplayer and like it has multiplayer I should say, I feel like you need to be, you know, it needs to be your usual crew, your best friends. You guys are coordinating builds. You need to talk strategy, stuff like that. I did not feel that way at all with gunfire reborn. Like I said, I'm playing in reincarnation level two. No one on my team was talking. We were sharing scrolls, but everyone was just doing their own thing and we were doing fine. So this game isn't a game that's like super sweaty, like playing something like back for blood. Like you need to coordinate with guns and like trees and talents you're doing. Like, no, not in this, just you can have fun. You can relax and just blast enemies. No, I think that's, I think that's a good point. I, I do think that that it's weird because I think it's more in the earlier levels that if you really want to, play the higher levels without having a high enough like skill rank you could like coordinate with your friends who upgrades what in terms of their skill trees so that you line up correctly but outside of that i think actually this is a weird type of gameplay that as you get to those higher difficulties basically all of you everyone's like maxed out probably and so you don't even need to think necessarily about what everyone else is doing. You can just share a scroll and more than likely one of the other three people will take it because they probably need it. And you don't have to think about like who needs it. Does yeah. that make sense? And, no, and I, I could be wrong because I didn't actually play that, but that's what it sounds like to me. And I, and I still think that's a nice aspect and it makes the gameplay that much smoother and more inviting to want to play those end game multiplayer matches without feeling like i'm just gonna have to deal with a bunch of people yelling at me because you know i took their one percent life heal yeah i I could use that scroll more than you kind of thing yeah we could all use some life heal but you know what sorry (laughs) yeah like because in that run i had the sniper guy on my team and like i said i could pull up his menu i could see he's running a sniper build so i had a scroll where it's like oh you do more damage if there's no enemies near you so i'm like oh this kid probably wants it sure enough i threw it at him and he took it and it was like, oh, okay. So like, I can like without even having to communicate with the guy, I could see what he's doing. Yeah, here you go. And like, d- like I said during that run, I was trying to do an elemental build, but I wasn't getting any, any elemental scrolls. So instead, I halfway through the game switched my build. You know, what? instead I'm going support. I'm just going to try freezing every enemy with my lockdown ability, and it worked. Like I was like such a better teammate, just like changing my build halfway through. But I don't know. There's just so much with Gunfire Reborn that just it just brought me so much joy. I, like That's what makes me sad, Liz. I don't know why you weren't having fun with it. I know. I don't get it. And I don't think it's a bad game at all. I And I didn't hate my time playing with... Like, if, if you asked me to play, like, another night after we record this, like, I would still play it. I just, like, it wouldn't be my first choice. 
I also think too with with stuff like I w- kind of wish it stacked. And this is just being nitpicky because I mean obviously it's not necessary because there's so many scrolls and stuff. But there's some things that it's like you can't like pick up another one. You know what I mean? Oh, you can't pick up two of the same scroll. Yeah, yeah. Like I, like there are times where it's just like, oh my gosh, it'd be amazing if that could stack. Well, that would yeah, that, that, would, that me, would break the game. That that's would be me easy. being greedy, <laughs> but. But yeah, also with the multiplayer, I know at the moment with the Xbox, they are aware that there's some, there's some connectivity issues. Because um, a nice thing that Gunfire Reborn does, when you start a multiplayer, it actually tells you, hey, our multiplayer is peer-to-peer servers. So that means you connect to other players. I don't care to do that. Like, it's not a great, it's not great for connectivity reasons. But I also like that this game explains it to you. Because I hate when there's so many games we play and we're trying to figure out like, oh, is someone the host or is it run on servers? But the multiplayer is a ton of fun. So, I don't know. Maybe maybe I, I completely overlooked it. But they're, the skill tree itself within the game for each individual character. And this is a whole other aspect that I think is so cool about Gunfire Reborn is if I'm playing the Crown Prince, I can focus on my skills that focus on my primary skill, my secondary skill, or my weapons. Yeah. And then even within the weapons, it's that's where it varies of like, are you going to be a shotgun sniper? And I think that's what I appreciate too so much is that you don't even have to focus, and, and we kind of talked about this, I think, is that you don't have to focus on being just a weapon person. You can do it based on your skills and then use any weapon you want. Look for any elements because you're the crown prince and you have elemental skills. You don't have to focus on SMGs. I just, I don't know. I appreciate the variety in how I can build my character yeah. in each and every run. Uh, I had so much fun with this game. I, didn't think, I think I put, I think my time to play, I think I'm at 30 hours this week. I didn't look at what I'm at, but I'm probably over 20 if I were to bet. <laughs> I think I did around nine or 10 hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which isn't uh, bad. No, it's I, not. Well, I mean, especially for a game you didn't really care to play. I'll, I'll, <laughs> no, honestly, like, I'm not even joking. Like, I'll give you that. Well, I think it's also because the runs were sometimes longer than I anticipated. Where it's just like, do you know what? I'm not just going to play an hour and then I'll, you know, get some chores done. And then it runs much later and you're like, crap. Yeah, if, you, if you're doing a good run and you're going through every vault, you're looking between an hour and 15 minutes to like an hour and 45 minutes for each run if you win. Yeah, we got we got one down to an hour. Yeah. And it's it's so weird because each area you go through gets shorter and shorter, but it takes longer and longer because it's just, I don't know, requires more fighting, requires more enemies and it's it's a weird scaling that they do that you fly through the first area, but it's the most levels and it's just I don't know. I I enjoy it all the time. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what it is. I thought the runs were way longer. No. I mean, there I'm was not a timer in the top left. Not, I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying like it felt way longer. Like I was, <laughs> I thought so we were bored. playing for like four hours. <laughs> I genuinely thought it was like four hours. All right, but let's get into things that Gunfire Reborn does not do well with. First off, the audio. The music in this game sucks. I hate this game's music. I don't know if it's a bug, but the intro is you in the inn, and the storm is way too freaking yeah, loud my yeah. god it's just like we're trying to talk in the party chat and you're like what what i can't hear you with the store <laughs> like i don't know why it's so loud and then you have this crow that literally is cawing the entire time you're playing like I, this is what i mean you kind of hear the storm in this crow in the main menu and you hear it the entire time in your run i don't know if it's an audio bug but it, w- it was annoying i hate it the, if I had to give this game a rating on this music, I'd give it a, like a two out of ten. It's I, not bad. I, mean, I largely <laughs> turned it all down. I think I kept on the audio because I liked the, the noise of the guns. The noise of the guns are cool, and and just like the overall sound effects, I thought were good. But yeah, I mean, it, sometimes it was loud, so I turned it down a lot. Yeah, I had to turn up our chat, um, which I I don't think I've had to do in ages yeah. but i like that because i mentioned earlier that the jumping in this game is not great no, like, you actually it's not liked a that. platforming one but i thought i would get sick of it but every time i made my character jump i think it was the bear he, yeah. go, he was a dog <laughs> Ayo bow. oh yeah every time you go hoot, hoot, and, you, and you actually kept making <laughs> and i'm like andrew just... if you were this character this would annoy you because you keep hearing it and he's like it annoys me that you keep saying it <laughs> <laughs> just it gave just me go, joy though oink. it was one of my the favorite parts of the game for me <laughs> <laughs> just hearing the kite jump yeah oh, but awesome. it was like the tiniest little jump 
for such a big <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh and you were complaining about platforming there actually are vaults that are straight up platforming like it's an I achievement to, to get one. every chest in the vault uh the platforming vault I think you can only get it if you're playing on the harder difficulties. What That's do you probably mean platforming vaults? Like it's you. There's these pillars you have to jump on, and you have to actually go through a maze that you're jumping on yeah, these platforms. Yeah, I never got it. Yeah, because I, I only saw it when I played on um, the nightmare difficulty. Like I said, I understand that, like the why they didn't have you know a lot of platforming and, and jumping and stuff. I get it. I just like the entire time I was playing, I wanted it. <laughs> But uh, graphics, I also will say, Gunfire Reborn isn't great. I think the character designs are nice. The weapon designs are cool. But overall, the environment is very lifeless. I did not care for the environment. I did like the change with each one, like the the desert versus like the, the tomb, the, the snow desert, area. yeah, snow, yeah. I think that they did a good, good job making it look good. But you're right, when you're in the desert, there isn't much to look at. It's just, it, even the rocks are just so like, bland and it's the same color and um so i agree but i remember watching you play this before i got a chance to and it did remind me of the games that you mentioned earlier yeah borderlands vibe wise yeah yeah. and i actually said that i've never played borderlands right no but i recognized it i think overall the elements yeah got a little bit stale because i personally this is where skill comes into play liz just like just like you i honestly wouldn't get to the end of most of my runs no matter i was playing on normal or any other higher difficulty when i was playing by myself so i did run through the first one to three areas frequently and so yeah it gets a bit stale and you're right andrew it's a bit lifeless but i liked the design of it i still i thought it looked good it just wasn't very exciting and i would like more interactivity beyond just traps oh and there was another weird thing with the design specifically in the third act when you're on the the dock liz you kept saying you were seeing rain yeah. i was not seeing any rain and I'm you like, didn't I don't see know any yeah and about. i was 100 for sure like i'm seeing rain right now and, and, I, and I don't understand what was going on yeah but um but oh another thing forgot to mention that gunfire reborn does really well uh, so obviously we played Plague Tale last week and people were complaining that that game is in 30 FPS. Well, this game has an FPS count on the top left. The most I saw it go was 250 FPS, but the Dang. lowest I saw it go was 150 FPS. So this game is very smooth when it comes to the frame. So I, that's I, that's why I, I think probably why the environments are kind of lifeless so they could really pump out those frames because this game kind of needs it. Graphically, I wanted to bring up one more thing. I love with the guns. Like there are some that were like you really need to be more up close with, and you could actually like see like when you shot, like I could tell right away if I was gonna like the gun, and also with like the lightning blast, like you could actually see. I just I thought they did a good job with the actual like guns firing. Yeah, and the animations of them are really cool. Like the hell shotgun is has a mouth you feed it fish to reload it. Uh, the stargazer, you just it has like this dial. You don't physically reload the gun. It like cools down. You see this dial kind of go down. Yeah, each gun has its own really unique kind of design to it, which is awesome. One gun is like a stick of dynamite, which you can actually collapse and throw as a grenade. But I saw a weird kind of screen tearing with the gun, and I, like in the, I don't know if you guys noticed on the artwork of the gun when you're holding it in your hand. I saw weird pixelation, I kind of a minor notice. gripe. But every once in a while, I could see it kind of like jutting out. No, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, maybe I saw it and I just didn't notice it. I. But no. But another thing, though, that Gunfire Reborn is criminal about. Oh, I know what you're going to say. Yep, because they come in those odd numbers. Oh, my like God. Like seven. Like, the, yes. I don't understand why games do that because they must know that it makes people angry. So some pe- I saw one person say like, hey, if you have an odd gamer score, check out Gunfire Reborn. Maybe you can make your overall gamer score an even number. Because literally the achievements are like all 11, 12, 13. Like 17, like none of them, I think, end in a zero or a five. All of the achievements are these really odd numbers. And it's like, what the hell is this? So, yes, can you make your overall gamer score probably more even looking and like make it so you don't have end in an odd number? Maybe. But more than likely not, because Gunfire Reborn does throw a ton of achievements at you, which is also kind of nice. Like every time you're playing, it's just like, hey, you did this, you did this, you did this. So I think it's hard to be like, ooh, I need to get, I need to get like a eleven gamer score, 
and you got it. Ooh, but you also got a 12 gamer score there. So it's like, oh, now he just screwed you over. And like, what, are you going to quit the game right away? Like, I don't know. I feel like it'd be hard to fix your gamer score with this game. Yeah. I mean, that's someone who's truly over-concerned with their thing, their gamer score. Yeah, me, you jerk. I forgot to look up your scores because, you know, I'm terrible at this podcast. Um, you have one job, I got First time, Liz. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I got 221 with 33 out of 86 achievements. But yeah, the 221, I'm just like... It doesn't bother me, though. I don't even know what my gamer score is, to be honest. I got 681 gamer score. 70 achievements. Dang, I only got 385. Oh, you I actually think- got... You ended in an even number? I did, and I have 47 achievements. Well, it's still technically an odd number. I have 70 I achievements. <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah. That's crazy, though. That, and that's a, that's one of those things that I, I... I don't know. I struggle with, like... 86 achievements is a lot so it's awesome because you're kind of always getting them but i got 47 achievements and i got 385 out of thousand points yeah they're all pretty low value but what i what i will say is i don't know it's it's kind of your standard roguelike otherwise because you don't really have to focus on anything in particular it's like kill a thousand enemies with lightning kill a thousand enemies with fire with poison you're just going to do that you're just going to overall pick up things you don't have to focus on any one achievement yeah. you just have to focus on progressing and you'll get there there's some, you'll just get them all there's some like funny dying ones like i got some for dying a certain way yeah die from traps i think three times in a single run so i guess i still haven't gotten yeah. that one actually that's usually my biggest enemy is traps <laughs> oh yeah like in um uh uh curse of the dead, curse gods. Of the dead gods yeah that's it gosh those traps killed me <laughs> literally but yeah out of my 70 gamer score or 70 achievements I did, the only one I actually went for was, yeah, dying from the traps three times in a run. Everything else I just got from playing the game. So overall, I, I guess I would maybe recommend it for achievement hunters if you're okay with your gamer score being a little wonky, but this are game did Are you going to subtract them. points for this? Like, are you, like maybe one or two. I'm not saying like give it minus 10, but... I think so. No, <laughs> for me, I think I think... The audio is more criminal. I hated that music so much. Luckily, the sound is good. It's just the soundtrack. It just irritated me. That that stupid crow cawing all the time. But um, yeah, let's get our final thoughts here. Keith, why don't you start us off? Man, Gunfire Reborn. What a game. I was just talking <laughs> myself up all night about this game. I I, I liked playing it. And, and I think maybe I, Liz... You said this early, and I hate to admit that it's probably true for me. I think maybe I, I had a little bit of a, an itch for a roguelike. I think I'd been missing one in my life. Uh, the only new one I've had recently, Andrew introduced me to on PC, is Vampire Survivors, and that's taking too much of my time. Yeah, what you're playing right now? I'm not actually. I'm actively not playing it. I promise <laughs> you. I was playing it before we started, and it is paused in the background. I have been tempted to play it this whole time though. <laughs> so I will say that, but, but realistically, like I just haven't found a good roguelike recently and I, it just, it hit everything for me. I'll admit. Yeah. The music, I don't even know if I noticed it. I just think I turned it all down quite frankly. Um, but yeah, the, the gunplay was fun and the, the artwork to the guns was interesting and neat and varied and it was fun to play with friends and there were so many different elements and ways that I could just make each run feel different, even if it only lasted 10 minutes because I just ran into a bunch of people who were going to explode. Um, that definitely never happened, though, just as an example. That could happen. I love Gunfire Reborn. I don't think it's the best roguelike I've ever played, but it was it was exactly what I wanted to play. And I, I was so enjoying enjoying of my time, even though it's bad grammar. <laughs> I give it a solid 89. Yeah. So I'm with you, Keith. I, well, I'm a bit different. I'm, I'm kind of sick of roguelikes. I feel like we've played so many. I wasn't itching to play one, but I know both of you were. So it's like, whatever, I'll play this. I remember I saw this at E3 and I was wildly unimpressed. I did not care for this game with the trailer at E3. To me, it looked very generic and just kind of boring. The environment looked bland. I was just like, I don't see the appeal of that. But when it came to the Game Pass, I yeah, I tried it day one. And literally my first run, I'm like, dang, this is fun. I'm actually having a ton of fun with this. 
just Gunfire Reborn does so many things right. It does so many things right, being able to play solo, playing with multiplayer, the gunplay, just like just the boss fights, just everything as a package, except for the sound, achievements, an issue. But these are very minor. I just had so much fun. I played way too much of this within a week. I was 100% down. I wish they had the DLC ready because I would have bought it right away. Two new characters and more weapons. I would be totally on board for that. Every character was just so unique. I wanted to play more. Uh, for me, this is... I, I was, I'm giving it an 88. I just hated the music way too much. I'm going to give it a 75. I might go back and see maybe it's me, you know? I, I Maybe it's this week I wasn't really into it. I don't know. Uh, but... Looking at Metacritic, I just, I don't know why I didn't like it that much. I just, I feel bad. It's okay. This is, I, this is why we do. Do you know what it is? I want the listeners to play and tell me what it is that I'm like trying to figure out. Uh, but looking at Metacritic, for Xbox One, it's TBD. But the reviews so far, 82, 81, and a 1. And then um, Series X is uh, 76 and 6.9. And I want to read you guys one review. Well, it's also been on Steam for a while, and it's currently at a 9 out of 10 on Steam. Do we have to guess the score nice. of this review for any reason? No. Okay. Wait, so is that just like random people that play the game on? On Steam? Yeah, you yeah. can review games on Steam. So people must be less salty on Steam. Well, the game's way more stable because it's been out on Steam, I think, since 2020. Uh, the the reviews didn't really say anything about like the stability of the game, hmm. but the person who gave it a one, for instance, um, what's that? Another game that would have sold no copies if it wasn't on Game Pass. Even twenty dollars seems a bit much for this game. No ADS on all weapons is unacceptable in twenty twenty two. The art style looks cheap. Was very excited for this, but it feels boring after a single match. Just another day one release, day one uninstall for Game Pass. That's. Don't get me started on the aim down because that is a perfect mechanic and it makes sense for what this game yeah, is. Yeah, this game did not need aim down sights. This is this is a person who might as well have written, I don't enjoy fun, and then hit enter. <laughs> but do you know what? That's what they should he, have written. He, did, he had some other points there as well. But How do you know it's a he, Liz? Why, why, why are you assuming? It was Liz. Liz was actually the, wrote the review. <laughs> I think it was the, the name. Maybe I'm thinking of a different... Um, I'm a dude, 721. <laughs> His but name is I Don't Like Fun. I will say, you, so you said it's 9 out of 10. Like, the critics are also giving it not-so-great scores. So They're also I mean, wrong. For me, it's like, I feel like, well, you're like, oh, the only no, critics it's that 9 out of 10 on Steam, but it's just like, what do the critics say, Andrew? <laughs> you know what, Liz? After three years, 200-plus episodes, and, what, 100,000 downloads, I think we're officially critics at this point. <laughs> I think we've I think we've earned that, right? <laughs> I'm calling myself a critic. That's that could be our president. We could get each other plaques and say I'm officially a critic. But you you still only <laughs> gave it in the 80s. You guys were talking up so much. I thought you guys were going to give it in the 90s. If you round up, that's a 90. Okay. It's oh, because like I said, the audio and the bugs currently fix that. It would easily pass 90. Yeah, give me that DLC, and this is a 93. Yep. Oof. I love I how much both of you, Keith, loved this game. I think I feel like it's kind of rare when me and Keith are the ones that are like, yeah, and this is like, eh. This I is don't even one. know what to say about the game. Like, I'm bored talking about it. <laughs> I know, you're literally doodling. I'm not doodling. bored by your conversation. <laughs> like, I'm interested in what you guys have to say. Clearly. But, like, I'm trying to, like, I mean, everything was just kind of meh for me, so, but I don't want to keep saying meh over and over again. It was meh. It was meh. So I'm like, just how sound like can a I sheep. say this? <laughs> meh. <laughs> No sheep's go ba. <laughs> Goat the goats go ma. Sure. Which is close to me. <laughs> Thank you for explaining sheep to me. You explained well, it counting. Like a sheep. <laughs> sheep go ba. You've explained it counting. You've explained time, and now you explain sheep to me. <laughs> Thank you. I, I'm so tired. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> All right, we'll wrap it up here. If you have any game suggestions, please, we would love to hear them. Email us at gamepassgrabbag at gmail.com, or you can hit us up on our Twitter or Facebook at gbgbpod. I've been your hardcore gamer host, Andrew. You can find me at Xbox Live at Firebird0952. I just realized you just called me and Keith out this episode with him in this game that might not be going in the background, <laughs> and me with, like, doodling. You don't need to concentrate to doodle. 
<laughs> I, my hand's just doing its own thing. Yeah, sorry. My passion is in this podcast. I can't say for you guys. No, look, I'll, I'll watch Bruins game if it's on TV while we're recording. I will do a shimmy when they score a goal. But And I did one time play Slay the yeah, Spire you while, we record, while we recorded Slay the Spire, at least. You know, I was playing the game that we were recording. But it was one time, and it was one time only, that I played a game while we recorded video games. Nope. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I've been Keith. Have a great week. <laughs> I'm Liz Noob, Gamertag, coming up, Dean, and I'm on Twitter at Liz Noob, New Busy W. All right, everyone. She did it. Yeah. Andrew yeah. was looking at me, waiting for me to mess up. Did you see the look in his face? I was trying I, so hard. I got excited. I, was, I wasn't I was sure if you were going to do it this week, Liz. I'm proud of you. Nailed it. Have I been doing that bad lately? <laughs> yeah, you're still going to hit rate of 99.9%, but we're going we're gonna to look for it every time now. <laughs> Uh, All right, everyone. We love you all. We'll see you again next week. Bye, guys. Bye.